Savart, Chsidis, Savart Taira. We're here to learn about Mashiach. Now, here, more importantly, to bring Mashiach. And uh, today's Erev Reish Chaydesh, which is Yom Kippur Katan, of course, the Cheshman Anafesh, this past month, Shnas Shivim. We still didn't bring Mashiach, but uh, we're still in Shnas uh, Shivim, so we can still do it. We can get it done. Tzadik Hatamar Yifrach says in the Gemara that. It says in the Gemara that it was that they saw an old man trying to plant a palm tree. At, uh, of course, dates. So he said, "What a fool!" He told the man, "You're not gonna, you're gonna die before you have a chance. It takes 70 years for a date tree to grow." So he told, he said, "You're a fool." He said, "How do you think I have a date tree?" My Zayda did the same thing, so that's why I have. It's, uh, that's how it's done. So uh, we see it takes 70 years for the growth um, uh, to grow forth. So. Definitely, we're going into other. It's going to be amazing. So there's a sikh Rebbe about this very topic, uh, about going into other and the connection to Mashiach and the connection to the to, 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 to the parsha as well, which is the sikh of the Rebbe Tashinum Beis, which obviously has a special chavivus. It's mamish uh, a month before Chazayin Other. These are the last words we heard from the Rebbe, and uh, the Rebbe was speaking, and it was the same kviyas also, which is means Yeshchaydesh came out on Tuesday and Wednesday, like this this year. It's coming up. Um, Tuesday and Wednesday is Lamed and Aleph Adar. And what's special about Adar, of course, is Mishinichnas Adar, Marbin. Marbin with a Nun or with a Mem? The Nun, interestingly enough. Marbin? Marbin is And the, but if you look at the source of this Gemara, actually it's a Mishnah in Tainus, of all Masechtis, to say this line. And what does it say? It says, Keshem, Mishinichnas of just like when you enter into Chedesh Av, you're supposed to decrease in joy in Simcha. So too, when you enter into other, you should be marvin b'simcha. As if it's totally haba. I need to have the, the 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 lack of joy in other in order to enjoy uh, have a, enjoy yourself on on other. What's the connection? The Rebbe says, yeah, and, and the Gemara gives a practical implication. If you have a court case state in the Halakha Gemara, Tainis Davchavtes. Bar Yisrael the Isle Dina Bahadi Nachri. You have a court case with the Goy. Lishtamit Mine. What's Lishtamit Mine? Avoid the court case. We know how it's done in New York City. You keep pushing it off as long as possible. Nine months later, you show up for Chaydish Adar. And you have your court case. What should you do? Not in Av Kuzrea Mazole, but rather in other the body Mazole. That, that your Mazel is very strong, the Mazel of a Yid. What's the connection? It shows that it's the same toichen. In other words, what? Why did we go through the suffering and the trials and the tribulations and the darkness that we went through? In order to arrive at the simcha of other. Kishem, right? Just like, what does just like mean? Commensurate to. It's the same shear. The two things, the two sides of the same coin. The joy they're going to experience is based upon the, the darkness that, that that was felt and the distance that was felt. Right? It speaks a lot about this exodus, uh, that, uh, that uh, Simcha and Tainug, uh, Tsar and Oinig are from the exact same thing. They're based on how much pleasure you have, that's how much Tsar you have, the lack of it. Right? And then and, Oinig and Nega, Ein Lamata Bi Nega, Ein Lamata Bi Oinig, it's the same letters. This brings it down a million times. I think it's maybe from the Zayar Kaddish. But the bottom line is that, in other words, the essence, if you want to understand truly how great the Gaul is going to be, just study how deep the Gaulus is, and you'll have an inkling 
about what we must be talking about when we talk about the Gul. So the Rebbe, the Rebbe already makes that connection immediately and connects the two. And the, and the Rebbe says that's part of the special joy of other. In other words, not just the time when you just start being joyous. No, it's when we take all the negativity <laughs> and on the contrary, it says in Tanya that the deepest Aveda, the purpose of creation was, you know, there are some people who love sweet taste. There's two kinds of taste. And then there's, in English, it's called savory. A savory dish. Right, there's a sweet dish and a savory dish. Sa- savory means spicy, sour. And we all know that if it's deliciously sour, it, the taste is unbelievable. So it says in Sefer Tanya Kadisha that what? That when we learn, when, when a yid struggles, and the deeper you struggle, the more tainug, the more pleasure it is for the Ebishter, the more powerful it is, and the more enjoyable it is. And, uh, and fine. So that's something that I've spoke about, and that's something that we as, as yidin and as chassidim live with. That 25 years after, or even more now, after Gimel Tammuz, and with the whole, everything happening in the world, c- clearly the whole purpose of creation was to have this moment. Right? In other words, it's a famous word, it's brother in Chassidus, and it's very get to, to us when we're discussing the Gula. Now what? That being that the whole purpose of creation is what? What does Dirabatahtainim mean that's explained in Chassidus? That the Abisha wanted a dwelling place in the lowest place. That even in a dark world, I could still feel at home, right? So being that every year that goes by, it's a lower generation. Every generation that goes by, it's a lower generation. Every year that goes by, it's a Tifra Golos. What does it mean? That means that in that lower level, you haven't yet showed that the Ebeshter could feel at home. What does that mean, practically? That means that the purpose couldn't have been in the year 2000, or in the year 1970. The, the Kavon Dafke was for the year 2020. In other words, everything was just a lead-up to this moment. Could the Abishir feel at home in 2020? Tafshim Pei. Thus is the Kavan. This is the highest year that ever that ever existed. Because if it's the lowest, that means it's the highest. Because it means we haven't yet made a dira in a place of 2020. Almost 30 years after Yigamot Right? That's the perspective that you bring. And when a ye- and the Yidin come out in shining colors, right? Just Two weeks ago, someone made a mift, made an Indian, and learning the Lakutisikhas, go through Lakutisikhas, learn a Sikha, two Sikhas every week. They were expecting 770 Yid to sign up. That was their big hope. They were searching and yearning and hoping. Now it's already 4,900 and something Yid, and I say, from everywhere, and, and, and from all over the world Italy, and France, and, and, and South America, North. Buzz that, man. Mamish the Bart that I've speaking over here. The Asaylim Atama, the joy, the Simcha of, of other. Is, is the ma'pecha from chaydish of. That's really what it is. What makes a yid happy is that he can take negativity and transform it and bring it into positivity. And the Rebbe says, what's the ultimate positivity? Mashiach. That's the whole part of Mashiach. Then we're going to be happy. because Why are we going to be so happy? Because it's the ultimate revelation and transformation of negativity into light. And taking oilam hazadafke, and that's the whole future of Mashiach happening dafke over here. Now that's the connection to Chaydesh Adar, which brings us into, and the Rebbe says how everything's connected to each other, the, the, the week, the year, the Parsha, with what's happening. Parsha's Tzuchin, now we don't have to search too far to see the connection. Some Parsha is Dafin Zuchin, you know, you have to look for Mashiach, whatever. Parsha's Truma, I don't think we have to look too far to find Mashiach. Right? Build me a base Hamikdash. Right? And, uh, I think the last month in, in Umbez, I think Taka the Rebbe started like every Fabian, <coughs> the Fabian every Shabbos then, 
every Fabrenian, the Rebbe began with like the Rebbe says that we're reading about the Rebbe says build the base of Bigdash and there was any moving klalu klal that the Abish why didn't why doesn't the Abish tell us to build the base of Bigdash? The Rebbe said, we're still where I think the last happening. The Rebbe said, we the Rebbe gave the Nesinas Koyach and the Tzivui to build the Beis HaMikdash. You're telling them to build the Beis HaMikdash. Tell us to build the Beis You want a Beis HaMikdash? We'll build you the Beis HaMikdash. But so the, the connection is uh, is right there. But uh, but uh, more in detail, more in detail, what the Rebbe focuses in on in the Sikha in Truman and Beis and by the way, anyone here knows why Truman Obey is a very famous Fabreng? And the Rebbe said something very famous. If someone tells you that there's a Hira from the Rebbe to try to be rich, it's this Fabreng. Right? Begashmis, even. The Rebbe says Be'ikir Beruchnitz. But the Rebbe also says Begashmis. And that's the, the whole thing. The Rebbe talks about Zohav. And the Rebbe says that all Yidna are already rich. And they just have, all you have to do is be Megalit. Therefore, you don't have to do too much effort. Megalit is on the richness, even Begashmis. Okay. That's why that's that's one of the most famous elements of this sicha. Truman obeys. When someone says those words, that's what they mean. That's the, this is the line, you know, the, the the cut and paste, the line taken from this fabrengen. But what's the vart? Because the Rebbe focuses in on the fabrengen da, and uh, and it has to do with everything we've been talking about Mashiach. So the Rebbe focuses in on when it goes through the fifteen donations you bring to the Beis Hamikdash. It says What zav and it goes on and so on and so forth, gold, silver, copper, etc. And fundamentally what the Rebbe asks is, why does it begin with Zohar? And the question has many dimensions, the Rebbe goes through many dimensions of why it shouldn't have begun with Zohar. You're thinking to yourself, uh, it's a good place to start from, Zohar. What kind of question is that? But the Rebbe shows how really it shouldn't have started from Zohar. First of all, the Derech of Tayyid is Mikala Kavid, Right? You start, I, not only do I want you to bring this, I want you to also bring this. Not only do I want you to bring this, I want you to bring this. And so on and so on. That's called the Nakala Lakavi. That's how the Seder is throughout the Torah. The Gemara, even in the Gemara, that's the normal Seder. What the Gemara has to be Mechadish sometimes, that the Mishnah meant Zu ve'en Tzarech Marzu. Right? There's a Seder of Loizu Afzu. Not only this, but also this. But then there's Zu, and I don't even have to tell you this. Then why do you have to tell me? <laughs> You know, the first one, and then, and then, the Zuba, I don't even have to tell you this. Then why, then, then, don't, don't, right? If you didn't have to give away all the result, for sure they have to give everything else. Why? It should have started from the other Inyan, and that's one perspective from where it should have begun. Another one is, is that if you study all 15 donations, and as, as, as elaborated upon by the Ramban, specifically in Parshas Vayakal, it's going in order of how many you didn't have each item. That's what it's doing. More you didn't have this, and then less you didn't have Atzishitim, and then, the least amount of Yidin have a Pstavnei Shoyham. That there's even a Medrash that the Rebbe quotes that they, they had to fly it in from clouds. It says the Nesim, what it mean, means by the Nesim is not the princes. It's not the Nesim of the Shvatim. Rather, the Nesim means another word for clouds, the Anonim. That the Arangebracht. Um, I don't remember right now when they brought the, 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 the Esreigim from, uh, from uh, Calabria. The, the, it says Moshe Rabbeinu sent shluchim. I think it says Algabi Anonim. I'm, I'm 99% certain. Right? They, the same concept. He sent them with clouds. The shluchim went to Italy. Surigibracht the uh, the the Esraim, and then they they had the Esraim, Right? This is this is the Esraim that we use. So based on that Cheshbon, here's another reason. You don't begin with Zav. Zav is not the most common thing in terms of what everybody has. You begin with 
Nechoshes, Kesef, and Zohav. So why, indeed, does it begin um, with Zohav? And the beard is, the explanation is, that... The, the, beer, the beer goes to the fundamental question of how indeed, and it goes to the point that we began this whole discussion with, how indeed is it that Yidin have the power, and specifically when we say Yidin, the lowest Yidin, how is it that we are the generation basically who are going to bring the Shia? How is it that Pash the Yidin, people who don't have tremendous levels of intellectual understanding of godliness, people are mumbling, davening, not that it's a good thing, but people are davening, learning how much they're understanding doing mitzvahs unfortunately maybe sometimes also doing avedis but this is the generation right, it's almost like a cosmic joke all the, the Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't Zeichah, David HaMelech not the Baal Shem Tev not, all the generation we're the ones, no one else is here Baklau. it's like you show up but Malach HaMashiach shows up right, it's an unbelievable thing what's the Pshat, what's the Havana <clears throat> what's the Havana and that's why and that's the fundamental underlying question that has to be dealt with when you talk about this reality of building a Mishkan and building a Beis Hamikdash where Hashem says I'm going to rest and you're taking donations from everybody not from the Hex dimension per se but but uh, but it begins with Zov and Zov that's the secret that's the secret of the, of the mystery and the answer to this question <clears throat> And fundamentally what it is, is that the whole commandment to build a Mishkan only happened after the Matan After Matan Why? Because Matan what happened primarily by Matan We know it says in Shulchan Aruch, what are you supposed to have in mind? When you read Birch's Krishma, you're supposed to have in mind different things in each word. So when you say the words of Vonu Vacharta Mokalam Velashen, what? You're supposed to think... Uh, we're supposed to think about Matan Torah. In other words, Matan Torah was the time when Hashem chose us. Chose us. And very good, he sa- the, 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 and it says in Tanya, he chose the guf, chose the body of a yid. As explained in Tanya at length, Tanya says that, that the soul of a Jew, that level doesn't really need to be chosen. It's godly. It's a piece of the divine essence. What kind of choice are we discussing? What do you mean choose? The whole word of choice that we talk about is the Yidin as they manifest in themselves in this world that our very bodies are identified with our godly souls. This reality of suspension of all self, of e- all ego, total bittle, total, total, total connection to Hashem, total representation, that we, re- that we like represent Hashem in this world, that is a chiddish, that's bono v'charta, that's a connection that we have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with the Ebrister. And in other words... In other words, when we talk about the, 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 the divide between heaven and earth ended with the giving of the Torah, that Chassidus talks about so often, that there used to be this big divide, and that, that's what it means in our own lives. That we no longer make the division between our bodies and our souls. Rather, our very souls, we are identified with our souls. Our souls are one with our body. Don't make these distinction between these two levels by a yid. From that time on, that's how it was. That Afbi Shachatu Yisrael, the reality, the Yid's reality is that he's totally selfless. This may come as a surprise to some Jews. You're totally a selfless person. 
No ego whatsoever. All you want is Ratzin Hashem. And anything else is external, is Yitzrei Husha you're deluding yourself, you're fooling yourself, you're burying your head in the sand, and so on. And even a Yid, and so on, and it goes to all that, even a Yid, what's the famous word of the Baal Shem Tev? Cloud Rebbe has an unbelievable sikh and Chassidus discusses this and it's a very fundamental. What do we always like saying? Uh, what do we always like saying? What, what, what do we like calling? Yeah, that's not what the Mishnah says. What does the Mishnah say? Do Taira Mitzvah Shalai Lishma. Why? Mitaych Shalai Lishma Balishma. What does it imply? It implies that if you're never going to come to Lishma, then don't do it. That's what it sounds like. On, on, on its face, on its face, as is mashma, klar, yeah. What's chesidus masber? Chesidus masber that inevitably it's going to be lishma. I don't know in this lifetime, but that's a, the, inevitably. Why? Because the toich of the shalei lishma is lishma, and therefore now read it kipshutei. Mitoich from the toich, from the essence, from the inner content. Of what's happening of the Shleil Shema, it's going to end up coming out. If that's really how it is, Bepimius, from the Toich of the Shleil Shema, Bal Shema, it's going to come to Lishma. You can be rest assured, you know for a fact, you know the reality. But why Taka is it so Negeel Lishma? For this very question that we, had, that we asked, how is it possible a Yid as a Shaykh is he's going to bring down, he's going to be a Kaili? When we talk about Dira Batakhtayim, we mean a Dira in us. Who are we? we no, because a Yid is Taka Kaili after And no matter what level of a Yid, a yid could say, I am a vessel for God Almighty. Which is why Hashem is able to command every yid, and Ashi says, Lishmi, that it could be Lishma. Lishma is this crazy Aveda. Ramam says, Avram Avinu did Lishma. Lishma means only for Hashem, not, no, no, nothing alternative, and so on. Because every yid has that within them, and they just have to bring it out and reveal it. And this goes to that point. Why it begins the donation of Zahav. Why Zahav represents that. Because Zahav, it's very interesting. The Rishonim, it's an interesting, I would have thought that it was Avart, but the Rishonim bring a Rashi Tevis that Zahav stands for. The Baleatoisvis, the Rosh, are the earliest sources that ever seems to be quoting. But those are Gansbisay, they're the Rosh. Now, the Rebbe also brings the Maral and up. But the earlier ones that he bring it, Rabbi Seinu and the Pidush Rosh. The Rosh says that Zav is, is Rosh Teves Zeha Noisin Body. Zeha Noisin Body. Translation: This giver is healthy. Right? Or this is a this is a healthy giver. Zeha Noisin Body. That's Zav. The Rebbe says, what does that represent? With the first donation, Zav. You begin with Zav. Why? Because it's trying to bring out not only the chashivas of the gold. The reason why the Taita begins with the donation of Zav to the base of Migdash, to the Mishkan, is not only uh, is not only to bring out the chashivas of gold. No, it's trying to bring out the chashivas of the Yidden, giving the gold. Right? That the... That the most important part of his possession is what goes to the Ebishter. Right? Because the identity of a Yid after the giving of the Torah is that even on the physical plane where you need to come on to gold and silver and copper and everything else 
is Ertzum, and the Rebbe's words is Ertzum Alam Ertzum, not Asher Be'etzum. To begin anything, you have to know that he's an Asher. He deals with Zohav. He deals with gold. And he's Betachlis Habrius. Begashlis Habrius. He's a healthy person. A Yid is a healthy person. You're trying to bring out this word that every Yid is Zohav. Every Yid is gold. And every Yid is a, an Asher. And essentially, essentially, this this goes back to the to the to the answer of, of the question of, of our generation and so on. And the Rebbe doesn't say this explicitly, but I think this is the underlying idea fundamentally of the Rebbe. And keep in mind, like we said before, this is almost the last month we heard from the Rebbe. So the Rebbe is obviously telling us things, right? And what the Rebbe is telling us is an amazing thing, which is that you know. In all generations, Yidin, Klal Yisrael was propped up by Tzadikim. What do I mean? I mean, with Derech HaTava, there were, you know, so many things happened to us. So much tragedy and so much hurt and so much difficulty and so much concealment of godliness that we would have not made it. That Abish just sent us Tzadikim in every generation who inspired the Jewish people. You know, they always had, they always had these Tzadikim who stood there, and they, we were able to follow them, and they were the fire sent by the Eibishter. Right? The Eibishter sent us, and by the way, this is explicitly written in Tanya. If you look in Chelek Shari Yichad he says that the Eibishter wanted to create the world with Midas Hadin. He saw the world's not going to last, so what did he do? Then the Alter Rebbe teaches, what is Midas Hadachemim? Anybody remember? What? What's he write, though, in Shari Yichad That's That's in Pedagal of Tanya. What's type there? What's the what's the what's the Rachamim? The miracles of the Torah, the Giluyim of the Torah, The Eibushter saw the world's not going to last. He wanted to make it midas hagevura. He wanted whatever you want. We'll see in a moment. He wanted pash the Yidden Lamerzal, but he saw the world won't last. What's the degeton? Concealment of godliness and yet to reveal the ultimate revelation. But what 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 he saw it's not gonna last. They needed to be so they always got pushed along by Tzadikim and of course by the inspiration which keeps us till this very day, the Isis and Mesa Shabbatida, David Shamamash revealed his face to us. Things that no one in the world ever saw before or since. Right. Matanteda. And so on. What's happening now in our generation? A crazy thing if you think about it, the biggest Raya that Mashiach is about to come. The first generation in, in maybe human history, but definitely Jewish history, of no tzaddikim that you could see begali, right? In other words, you're not being propped along. Only push the yidin. You walk down the street, you're not going to find anywhere in the world anything, but it's only us. We're the only ones left. And the shail is, have we internalized elikus? Have we internalized everything that we've been told for thousands of years? Is it really us, or we're always being pushed along? There's always psagili mamaila. Are we zahav, right? And that's really what the Rebbe says. That every yid, the power to build the base amigdash, that starts off because you have to know that you're zahav. You're not the you're not the lowest. How are you How are you making it? Because you are mamish it. You are totally bottle to the abishter. in guf hagashmi, in the gashmias, in the money. Right, show me the money, they say. Zov. Azay. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, we'd be remiss not to bring the Hira B'Poyol. The Rebbe says that 
the, uh, let me see if I can find it, but Be'ikir, basically the law is that every Yid has to know, okay, I'm not finding it right now, but the, the bottom line is, yeah, the limit in the Ma'alim is what? So Ma'alim Ereshtin Lantman, their Funares, we learn that the Eibish, the Paskind up in his holy Taita, in the eternal Taita, that every Yid is the Cholerei Shaykh Tezov. Over Pashtus, yet the Yid has to have a Shiris, Right? And the episode says, furthermore, not only does he have to have an, every it has it already, because you're, you're already an usher. He's telling you to give the Zav that you have. Ah, you don't see it necessarily begali begashmias. It's not because you don't have it. It's because you have to be Megali through your Aveda. Right? And and so on and so forth. But bottom line, the uh, the bottom line is the Hira Lamaisa Ta'as um I think is that we the realization of the special times that we're living in, uh, based on the, everything that Rebbe taught us, and the realization that we're in a very unique generation, and we shouldn't be disheartened by the reality of our generation of you know where are the tzaddikim and where is this because we're it, and that's really that should be an inspiration because being that it's the first time in Yiddish history that means that really. The test of whether the Mashiach is ready to come is our generation. And, and not only the test, we're Dafke the ones who, who Moshe Rabbeinu was un of Ma'id. He was humbler than any... He was floored, it says, because he saw our generation. And, uh, and, that, and he saw something, and what he saw was pure gold. So it's a beautiful thing, and we should all be part of it. Mashiach now.